Good evening, everyone, and thank you for tuning in again to the Makia Lee Show. I am your host, Makia Lee, and I have the most wonderful Holy Spirit with me tonight. I uh, just want to acknowledge Him and who He is. Amen. So today we were talking about transition, uh, being changed from one form into another form, right? And we were talking about this morning about um, how uh, God is wanting to transition us. Okay, now is a pivotal time of transition for the people of God that are honestly and truly moving with his flow. And so I prayed this morning that God... Uh, that the Holy Spirit revealed to us the things that we needed to transition from. Okay. And so I'm hoping that he made you aware of some things, some relationships, some associations, um, some objects that you need to transition from. I'm hoping that you got that today. I got that today. I'm, I'm hoping that you got that today because we want to be able to make a smooth transition with God. And so when the children of Israel were leaving Egypt, when they were leaving Egypt and went into the wilderness, that was their transitional time. It was only supposed to be a three-day trip, but they turned it into a 40-year walk. And I sure hope that nobody listening to this podcast is going to make a three-day trip into a 40-year walk. That would be very disheartening because God is wanting to move you into something. And when I made preparations for this uh, transition that God revealed to me today, I felt myself getting nervous and excited because he had already been preparing me for the transition. Um, and I knew what it was. I just wanted the definite green light on when to, on when to do it and how to do it. And so um, some of you that are listening, God has been preparing you for the transition. Okay. He prepared the children of Israel for the transition to leave Egypt during the plagues. But some people just got comfortable because every time they looked up, there was another thing happening. Okay. There was another thing happening. And so some people uh, probably just sat down and was like, look, Pharaoh's not going to let us go. So what are we getting so excited about? And that's some of y'all. Some of y'all have gotten so comfortable in the dysfunction that you truly do not believe that you're going to come out of that. So because it, so, it looked like every time something happened, you felt like it was digging you into a deeper ditch. And that's probably how the children of Israel felt as well. They probably also felt like, man, every time this man says no, we have to uh, witness another plague. Not realizing that the plagues were working for your good. The plagues were preparing you for 
the the um the transition that was coming. You just had to keep the faith. You just had to continue to believe in the God of your fathers. He had sent somebody to assist in delivering you. You had to believe in him instead of backbiting him or or doubting his efforts to be obedient to God. And that's some of y'all. That's why you can't transition. And then there are some of y'all who um, God is not allowing you to transition because you lack integrity. You can't leave a thing yet because you your motives about how you want to leave aren't right and they won't properly represent God. God is not a God of 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 uh, non-integrity. He is a God of integrity. So every time he directs you to leave a thing, he always shows you how to do it respectfully. And so some of y'all are not transitioning right now. You're going to miss this mark because you lack integrity. You lack maturity. You want to rub it in somebody's face on what God is about to do in your life. And that's not what this is about. What this is about is being humble. You lack humility. So you'll miss this transition. Because you're trying to make yourself bigger. But the thing about integrity is that you never know when you might have to come back around either to need that person or that person might need you. But if you leave respectfully, you 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 um, you don't have to uh, you don't have to end the thing with people. You can end the association. You, you can end the reason why you, you're associated, but you don't have to end the relationship that you built with people. See, there's a difference. See, God will sever relationships when hearts change. When hearts change, God will sever relationships. But if he is not trying to sever a relationship, he's just trying to sever an association. You do not need to leave uh, acting a whole uh, idiot. The Holy Ghost will show you how to leave respectfully. I know this because I've done it. I've done it. I've left churches respectfully when I was able to leave respectfully or you knew that hearts had changed, uh, uh, turned differently from God when they kick you out. Yeah, I've been I've, I've been kicked out. I've been kicked out of a couple of churches. That's the truth. But the thing about it is that when you know, you know that that people are really about God because when you get ready to to end associations, they will still uh, keep the uh, the the mentality of of what God is doing. They will keep the respect. They will keep the respect. Paul and Barnabas, when they split ways, they just split association, but they didn't stop doing the work of kingdom. They just did it separately. Thank you, Holy Ghost. But they didn't, it wasn't a knockout, drag out separation. Paul wasn't being all belligerent and Barnabas wasn't trying to throw blows. They left respectfully. They separated ways with integrity. And Paul went on to write his letters to the churches. And, and, and as far as we know, Barnabas, Barnabas continued to do the work that God had called him to do just, just separately. And so you have to understand the difference between when somebody is really about the business of God and, and they will respect your growth or when you or when or, or when you know that um, their hearts have changed. And so God will tell you to sever that thing or he'll sever it. Something will happen 
and God will allow a severance. And God has been allowing severances for me uh, since near the end of August. So when I tell y'all that he has been releasing me from some things and severing some things due to people's hearts changing or due to the fact that I no longer have time to be associated with it. And so we want people to be okay with our move, uh, but that's not always going to be the case. And if it's not the case, it's not the case. It can't be, it can't be the reason why uh, you won't transition or you won't allow God to transition you. And that's some people. Like you're more concerned about what other people are going to say. Are you sure that was God? Well, maybe you just need to get clarity. Well, maybe you just need to pray about it some more. Well, why don't you pray with me if you think I'm unsure? If you think I'm unsure, you pray about it. Because as far as I'm concerned, this has been the only conversation that the Holy Ghost has been having. Because, see, people don't want to tell you that they don't believe that you hear God. They just, they just, they just, you know, they just have an issue. But that shouldn't be a reason why you can't transition. Don't worry about them. And then I mentioned this on my YouTube today. Some of you are nervous about transition because you don't want to leave anybody behind. There's some good people that you've met. It's some good people that have connected to you. But don't you think that the children of Israel felt like it was some good Egyptians that they have, have begun to be connected to? All of them weren't bad. All of them did not deserve to be uh, victims of those plagues. Don't you think the Israelites felt the same way? Don't you think Abraham felt the same way? God just told him to leave his family, leave his parents and what he had grown up in and come to a place that he had never seen before. You don't think Abraham felt the same way? That can't be a reason why you don't allow God to transition you. Because you got to be more about the business of God than, than innocent bystanders. You got to make sure you just have to trust God that he'll lead them and he'll cover them. And if there are innocent bystanders in a war between flesh and God, then you then you just got to believe that God will, put, will bail them out. You, you, you know that how bad a situation is and you're grateful to God for pulling you out. Then you got to be grateful. You got to be just as grateful and believe that God will pull out the innocent bystanders as well. That cannot be a reason why you cannot transition. And so we're talking about transitioning today, but we're also talking about reasons why people have issues with transition. And some of you have issues with transition because you want to try to tell God how to transition you. You want to try to tell God when to transition you or where to transition you. No, 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 no. You either going to do it his way or you're not going to do it at all. And so that's what he's saying today. Are you coming with me or not? Are you, are you going to come my way or not? Because even those of you who are not transitioning due to lack of integrity, God is still saying, are you going to come my way or not? Which means what? Which means are you going to grow up? And begin to really uh, replicate what the spirit of God looks like. Or are you just going to continue to act like your flesh? Because in the thing in, in, in the process of you thinking you're going to make this grand gesture of an exit. The only person who's going to be embarrassed is you. Why? Because you're supposed to be a child of God and God don't act unbecoming. God is not out 
to uh, make people feel small or 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 uh, brag or or uh, rub people's faces in his in in the things that he's doing. That is not God at all. That is not God. That's why you can't transition because you lack integrity. You lack maturity. But even still, understanding what your issue is, God is still saying, are you coming with me or not? He ain't got to ask me twice. That's just how I am. You ain't got to ask me twice. Because if that was the case, if I was more concerned about the transition, I wouldn't have left my husband last year when the Holy Ghost told me to. If I was that afraid of transition. I had been with that man for seven years. Practically the only man I had been with since I came out of prison. And you don't think that I had gotten a little settled in that thing? But when the Holy Ghost, when we went through a period of uh, of a year and, and a month and some days of being homeless and seeing things about this man that just wasn't going to change. Then when we finally was able to get into another place, I say, God, come on, this ain't the promise. And me and my son are not going to be homeless because of his lack of leadership ever again. That's not going to happen. And so in the process of that, the more I started digging more towards God, the more God was exposing him. And the fact that he wasn't going to change. And so in the process of God exposing him, his attitude started getting nastier. The altercation started increasing and all for no reason. Just stupid stuff. So God was already preparing me for the transition. He had already let me know that my stay there was only temporary. I thought it was a everybody's stay. I thought, oh, okay, we finna do some stuff real quick and, and we all gonna move. No, 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 no. Me. Me and my son were leaving sooner than I thought. That's the only thing that 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 kind of took me fast, but it really didn't. Because like I said, God had already been preparing me for the transition. I went and stayed at a shelter, then stayed at another shelter, stayed with uh, some uh, some at the time friends for a couple of months. And even with all of that, God was preparing me for another transition. Moving back into my own place. So this has been a different uh, this this has been this has been totally different for me since March. Moved in my new place in March. This has been totally different. But even still, God has still been preparing me for a transition because if it was going to be hard for me, uh, I, I wouldn't be I would be sitting here trying to. Dip, oh, God, well, wait a minute. Well, hold on. And that, no. Because, see, if you are steadily walking with God, any time could be a transition. Any time could be a transition and you got to get up and move. Any time he could say, hey, are you coming with me or not? Because I'm going to go this way. Any time, at any time. Why? Because he knows the plans that he has for us and only he knows the way to get there. Even if he has to maneuver some things uh, that, that we think is different. God already anticipates the detours and, and all of that kind of stuff. He already knows that. He already knows that, but he already has the plan set in place that will still make it for your good if you stick with him. If you stick with him, it doesn't matter who's with you. It doesn't matter who's going with you. You don't need a running buddy for this. You got one, the Holy Ghost. 
You don't need sister so-and-so to come with you. You don't need brother so-and-so to come with you. You don't need friend Sally or friend Betty or, 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 or friend Keisha or friend May. You don't need them to come with you. It's a reason why God allowed you to wean yourself off of them. Because they're not going where you're going. And that's the thing. We think we're going to walk alone, but you're not alone if you're linked up to the Holy Ghost. You are not alone. Man, if I was going to be so afraid of walking alone, I would have never, wouldn't have never uh, uh, went through anything. I would have just stayed somewhere. I would have just burrowed myself somewhere if I was just so afraid of walking alone. No, I'm pretty used to it. I'm pretty used to it being just me and the Holy Ghost. Because he continues to, to show himself strong in my life, in my life because I trust him. Because I believe in him. Because I just continue to be obedient no matter what it looks like. That's your faith. Being obedient no matter what it looks like. Just do what he say. That's how you work your faith. It's that simple. It's not rocket science. It's impossible to please him without faith because they that come to him must first believe that he is. So if you first believe that he is, you ain't got no problem just doing what he say, no matter what it looks like, no matter what the situation is, no matter what people say, no matter what people do, you going to trust God because God, God going to make sure that you land on your feet and not on your face. And he's been making sure I land on my feet and not on my face. I ain't fell on my face yet for trusting God. I have not. I have not. When I made up in my mind that I was getting a little too old to be doing the same foolishness and getting in trouble for the same uh, silly childish behavior, honey, I ain't never fell on my face. That's the only time I fell on my face is when I was doing something that I already knew I didn't have no business doing. That's the only time I fell on my face. Well, it don't take that many times for me to fall on my face for me to be like, you know what? We're not doing that no more. I'm not that hard headed. I'm not. And I find it very much uh, more in my favor to just be obedient to God than to be trying to buck him. Some of us 40, 50 years old and still trying to buck God or not walk with God at all. That's why you can't transition. But I'm going to tell y'all, like I told y'all this morning or, if, or what I said on my YouTube today, there's going to be a transition. It's either going to be in your favor or against your favor. But there is going to be a transition. There is going to be a transition. One of these Wednesdays, we, we, uh, it was titled, Will He Do It Wednesday? Yeah, he'll do it. Yeah, he's going to do it. Why? Because his word says that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His word says that he is the Lord and he changes not. But this is the thing about it. What he will do depends on you. He'll either bless you or curse you. So even in a transition, there's still going to be a transition, but it'll either be for your good or against you. It's how you set your heart, but there will still be a transition. There will still be a transition and you either going to fall on your face in it or you're going to land on your feet in it. It's up to you.
It's up to you. And I'm not going to get on here and just start speaking blessings over people. Because if you're not being obedient to God, you can forget it. You can forget him blessing you. Why? Because his word says in Deuteronomy 28 that there are blessings for obedience and there are curses for disobedience. So I'm not going to get on here and start prophesying to people that God going to bless them. If you know your attitude and your behavior ain't lined up with the word of God, I'm going to get in trouble for lying to you. So that's not the part of the transition we're talking about. There is going to be a transition. You are going to change forms. But the kind of form that you turn into, that you transform into, will be up to you. It will be up to you. The heavens either move for you or they move against you. It's how you set your heart. It's how you position your heart. But there will be a transition. And ain't no sense of you trying to make yourself. I remember, I remember at the beginning, at the beginning of the year, the beginning of the year, and uh, <laughs> and this is funny. And I'm not, and I'm not bashing him, but God keeps using him as 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 uh, lesson tools, educational uh, application, if you will. So at the beginning of the year, we talking about you know 2020 is the a year of vision. And all this kind of stuff. So my ex-husband is all on Facebook talking about, yeah, man, y'all wait till y'all see me in 2020. If y'all see my husband today, all you can say is, well, man, you're still alive. You're still moving. But is his condition better off than it was last year? No. Why? Because it's still the way he set his heart. Am I saying he ain't never going to change his heart? I don't know. That's between him and God. But I'm just saying that's some of y'all. <laughs> you ain't you ain't in no better situation this year because of your heart than you were last year. You lost some things last year. But did you gain anything better this year? No. No. Last year, we had two really good running vehicles. Hardly had to work on them at all other than oil changes and and maybe brakes. Maybe a tire here. Maybe a tire there. This year, he in a vehicle that he constantly has to work on. Constantly has to work on. Because even even some of y'all who think who who base your success by by your materialistic things, because that's the type of person he was. He everything was always about appearances for him. But even his appearance is not any it, 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 to me, because I've been with him for seven years. He 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 looked better when I met him. He looked better when I met him. To me. But that's just to me. And some of y'all, y'all look better 70, 70 years ago because you don't allow transition. You won't allow God to transition you. You won't allow God to perform the heart surgery that you need to be the better you. You won't allow God to change your mind, to give you a brain transplant. 
to be a better you. You will not allow God to just really enter in and dwell in you. You will not allow the Holy Spirit to do it. And you want somebody to see you this year in 2020? We see you. We see you. You're just as stressed out this year than last year. And this is supposed to be the best year for you. It's been a, it's been a, an amazing year for me. Praise the Lord. It's been an amazing year for me. And not because of the material things that I have gained, but just the increase of life that I have gained makes it an amazing year. The, the level of joy that I have is more than what I had last year. More than what I had at the beginning of this year. And it just keeps getting better. It's not about what you have on the outside. It's what you have on the inside. But some of y'all, some of y'all been trying to gain so much on the outside so fast that you failed the transition on the inside. God is trying to transition you on the inside. So whatever you obtain in your hand will last a lifetime. It won't be temporary by because the Bible says that the presence of the Lord maketh rich and the gifts of the Lord um, uh, maketh rich and add no sorrow. Some of y'all trying to do some more extra stuff right now and you're stressed out trying to do it. That's not the will of God for your life. I ain't stressed out about nothing. And I ain't on nobody's payroll, but God's. I ain't on nobody's payroll. Ain't had a job since November of last year. And haven't missed anything. Do I want extra stuff in this house? No. Why? Because I'm getting ready to make another transition. <laughs> so ain't no sense in adding. Ain't no sense in adding stuff. And see, that's some of y'all too. Y'all having a hard time transition because you've gained so much unnecessary things where you were. So you're not even ready to move. Oh, Lord, I just got so much to pack. Did nobody tell you to acquire all that stuff? Did nobody tell you all that? You didn't even ask God. You didn't ask God. I was in a, I was in a, in a, uh, in a ladies group and, and, and they were handing out, uh, different, uh, different things, uh, to be taught, you know, to teach about or whatever, to, Minister about on our Wednesday night Bible studies and stuff. And I wanted to take on a couple of things. Holy Ghost said, no, 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 no. Don't be taking on too many uh, uh, assignments with them. I got stuff for you to do. And I said, oh, okay. Well, now I don't have to do any of that. Because <laughs> he done released me all the way from the group. And see, that's the thing. When you get ready to transition, when God knows he's getting ready to transition you, he prepares you. He lets you know, hey, don't do too much of that. Don't, 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 don't take on too much. That's when you know it's about to be a transition for you. And the things that he's added to me are things that are going to last a long time. The things that he's added to me. Not things that I've purchased with money, but things that he has given me. Visions that he has given me that I begin to work on. That I begin to apply my faith on, to be obedient to. Those are the things that are going to last a very long time. And I can take those wherever God sends me. I can take those anywhere. People that know me might think I'm doing bad because my business isn't up and running. No, it just ain't set for it to run over here. It's still a company. 
It's just not going to be said over here. Why? Because people's hearts change. People's hearts change. The company goes where I go. <laughs> the company ain't got to stay here because God's moving me across the, uh, across the world. No, the company go where I go. Why? Because I go where God goes. And just because it's, it, it doesn't have any work doesn't mean it's not a company. Just because my school is not booming yet doesn't mean it's not a school. See, everybody's got their mind and their intentions set on the wrong thing. It's a reason why stuff ain't just really popping off just yet. Because God is still trying to tie up loose ends connected to me. So that when things do start flowing, can't nobody say they have dibs on it. Can't nobody say they did it. See, God has a way of making sure that it only has his stamp on it. His sole proprietorship on it. Can't nobody say they had a hand in anything. Not as an employee, a co-worker, none of that. And see, that's why y'all, some of y'all, some of y'all have been bamboozled by people who want to stay connected to you. So every time you know God is about to transition you, you actually go to them to get their second opinion about it. And they keep telling you, no, I don't think that was God. But they only telling you that because they want to stay connected to the anointing that you have. And you have an anointing of abundance on your life. So they want to stay connected to you so that they can have a hand in what you're doing. No, boo, God said, let's go and let's go now. That's why some, that's another reason why some of y'all are having a hard time with transition. Because you keep allowing people to bamboozle you. Hear the voice of God. Do you know if Paul had immediately went up to the other apostles after Jesus called him Apostle Paul, if he had immediately went up to them and got their opinion about what the Lord Jesus said, do you think that he would have been, what, what do you think would have happened if he had went up there and they kept telling him, nah, man, you done done too much. Nah, man, you ain't no apostle. We ain't going to receive you. What if he had went up there and done that? And that would have stopped him. What if he what if he had allowed their negativity or possible negativity to stop him from being who God called him to be? He wouldn't have been the greatest apostle in the Bible because he was. He was the greatest apostle in the New Testament. And see, that's some of y'all problem. Y'all want to get a second opinion on what God has been confirming for months. Because it'd be different if he was vague. It'd be different if things were unclear. But for months, this has been his conversation and you still won't move in it. Well, what do you think? Well, I, I, I mean, I, I, well, do you believe what the Lord is saying? Yeah, I believe what the Lord is saying. Well, if you believe what the Lord is saying, why are you not moving? Why are you not transitioning? I'm transitioning, boo, and I ain't asking nobody no second opinion about nothing. I know what the conversation has been with the Holy Ghost. I see his hand moving in my life. I see him cutting things off. I see him releasing me from things. I would be a dummy to not transition right now. I would be a dummy to not continue to walk the path that he's laying out in front of me. Everything I get on here to say every day is a step uh, a day closer to the destination that he has for me. I just have to keep walking it. And those of you that are following me, uh, uh, following me on my podcast and stuff, this is the same path that he's setting for you. 
This ain't just for me. This is for you listening. This is for you listening. And again, the question is, are you coming with me or not? It's a choice. Every day it's a choice. Every step is a choice. You can make two steps and then stop and be like, okay, Lord, no, it's about as far as I'm going to take. But do you think you'll be any safer if you stand still? Because there's still a war going on for your soul. Let, let me just make that clear. Just in case, just in case y'all think everything's on the cool cool right now, there's still a war going on for your soul. And as long as you keep applying your faith, guess what's happening? You keep empowering, you keep empowering the angels to fight on your behalf, which means they're gaining power as you gain in your faith. Because as soon as you start losing faith, guess what happens? There's a, there, there's a fine line on who's going to win the war. But as you empower, as you continue to build your faith, you empower all of heaven to continue to fight on your behalf. And they're winning as long as you're walking with them. As long as you're applying your faith towards them, we're winning. Y'all have to understand what this is. Y'all have to understand what's truly going on. So while you sitting there twiddling your thumbs, trying to decide, should I go, should I not go, should I go, should I not go? Remember that there's a battle going on for your soul. So now you tell me if you're going or not. Because at this time, it could be uh, 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 dead or alive for you because it's still a battle going on. And when you sit there and twiddle your thumbs trying to make a decision on whether or not you're going to trust God or not, you leave your soul hanging in the balance. You leave your soul hanging in the balance. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I've been through. And we forget that sometimes we get so comfortable in our flesh. We get so comfortable in our doubt. We get so comfortable in our unbelief. We get so comfortable with other people in our ear that you forget that there's still a battle going on. When the children of Israel, when the army of Israel was, was, was battling and Moses, Moses was up on the mountain, as long as he held his arms up, they were winning. Why? Because his faith in God was empowering them to win. It was empowering them with the strength that they could not have in their own mortal bodies to win this war. But every time he put his arms down, what happened? They lost or somebody was losing. It was looking more towards a lose than a win. But when he put his arms back up, the victory was on sight again. He put his arms back down and the victory was amidst. And so then he had he had helpers lifting his arms up because as long as his arms stayed up and it wasn't about his arms, it was the it was his faith. It was his faith. This is an example of your faith when your faith in God, when your belief in God stays steady then you empower the angels to fight on your behalf. And God continues to empower you and grace you with a power to do things that you are not capable of doing in your mortal body. But when you put your arms down, when you say, oh, forget it. Oh, it's over. Oh, I'm over it. Now nah, this all kind of stuff. 
then you then 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 victory is is a further off. But why when God has guaranteed us the victory? And so you think because he guaranteed us the victory that you don't still have to work your faith? You have to work your faith into the victory. Yeah, the victory is there, but you got to work your faith into it. When David was beginning to be king and 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 him and the men came back and and Zig, Zig, Ziglag had came and took all their people, all their wives and children and belongings. And, and David said, Lord, should I go up? Holy Ghost said, yeah, go up. And when you go, you'll recover all. So what did that do? That means, okay, and David already believed in God. David already had confidence in God. So he didn't have no problem going in there doing a kick door and getting his stuff back. And see, that should be us. We should, the Holy Ghost shouldn't even be asking us if we should be going with him, if we're going with him or not. That should be our motivation. What you mean am I going with you, sir? Absolutely. What are you talking about? I need to go in there and get, I need to go get my stuff that you said was mine to have. Just because you don't see it don't mean it ain't yours, but your attitude and your momentum has to be about wanting it. Those men were ready to stone David because they came back and all their people was gone. They was ready to stone him. But he sought the face of God. He didn't ask for second opinions. He sought the face of God. And God said, go up. And even after God said, go up and you'll recover all. He didn't go out there and say, well, this is what the Lord said. What do y'all think? Ain't nobody do. He didn't do that. He said, come on, let's go. We're going to go get our stuff. So his momentum about the victory pumped up their momentum about the victory. And some of y'all can't transition because you don't have enough people around you pumping you up about the victory. You got people talking about the 10, uh, talking like the 10 spies that were sent out to, to, uh, to spy out Jericho. And they come back talking about, oh, well, we like grasshoppers to those giants. But Joshua and Caleb, some of y'all need Joshua and Caleb in your life. No, because if the Lord said we can do it, we can do it. That's why y'all can't transition. You minus some real people in your life. But I'm here to pump you up today. I'm here to give you the momentum that you need that you can do this. You can walk with God. You can enter into victory. You can enter into the land flowing with milk and honey. Just trust God. I'm walking with him. What's your problem? And we done talked about all the problems. So now are you coming with him or not? Because I'm telling you, I'm going. I ain't staying here. <laughs> I am not staying here. That's what you need. You need somebody to pump you up. You got this. You're amazing. You're amazing. God is amazing in you. I tell my son all the time. I have him repeat after me all the time. I am victorious. I am an overcomer. I am triumphant. I am a winner right now. Right now I'm a winner. Right now I'm victorious. Right now I'm an overcomer. Right now I'm triumphant. Not tomorrow, not next week, not, I mean, you know, of course tomorrow and next week, but not yesterday, right now. 
So if he keeps the momentum that right now I'm a winner, he cannot be stopped. So if you keep the momentum that right now, every step is a right now for you. Every step you're a winner. Every step you're victorious. Every step you're triumphant. You can make this transition. You can do it. I know you can. I believe in you. I believe in you to make the right decision about the transition, which is going with God. I believe it in you. I believe that you will make the right decision. I know you can do it. I believe that you can do it just one step at a time, one day at a time. Stick with me. Stick with my podcast one day at a time. You stick with what I'm talking about. You apply what I'm talking about every day. I promise you by the Holy Ghost, you will get to where he's taking you. But you got to stick with him. You can't drop off because you feel like it's not happening fast enough. No, this is a journey. You want your journey to end now? Then you tell the Lord to just come get you. But it's a journey, people of God. One day at a time. The Bible says sufficient for the day is its troubles. So each day, just allowing God to get you through this day is a blessing in itself. We say that, but we really take it for granted because you fail to see the path that God is laying out in front of you. And all you got to keep doing is walking it. That's all you got to do. Just keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward. We talked about that one Friday, forward moving Friday, moving forward into the things of God, moving forward into freedom. Come on, somebody. It ain't got to stop right now. Just keep going. And if you dropped your stuff off, if you said, man, at this time, I'm just going to be still for a minute. Man, let me encourage you. Now is not the time to be still. Now is the time to move. Now is the time to stay steady in the race. Because where he's taking you is absolutely phenomenal. What he's doing on the inside of you is absolutely phenomenal. Because when you arrive, when you physically arrive where he's taking you, man, you're going to be so, so much greater in the thing that you are by the time you get there. Every day I'm close. I'm taking steps closer and closer to the destination. And each day I'm walking it with God and he's doing his most amazingest in my life. So by the time that I get there, honey, cobwebs will be off, dust will be dusted off, and we're going to be a full-blown blaze. Because I feel the smoke. I feel it. You got two sticks rubbing together trying to make a campfire. I see the smoke. I'm ready for the blaze. But if I can't, if I can't continue to rub the sticks together, I'll never see the blaze. Y'all want it quick. You just want to get some lighter fluid and light some matches. No, you got to do the work on this thing. You got to do the work. You got to keep rubbing the sticks. And you got to be vigorous. That's the thing we lack. We lack vigor. 
We're not vigorous about the things of God. We're not vigorous about this relationship with God. You got to be vigorous. That's why you can't transition because you're not vigorous. And some of you just refuse to transition because you know deep down inside you ain't dedicated. You ain't committed to the thing anyway. Well, that's okay. Just have a seat. But those of us that are, let's go. Let's go. Let's move. I'm excited. I'm excited about what God wants to do in your life. I'm excited about what he wants to do in my life. I'm just excited about God. I'm excited about being in the move and not standing on the sidelines being a spectator. I think I, I think I would have a big problem standing on the sidelines seeing, watching, watching, the, watching the marathon and not being in the marathon. I remember one time I went downtown, downtown Fort Worth. My sister was in a marathon. My mom told me about it. My sister and my niece were in a marathon. Man, I, I tried to keep up with the marathon with them. I tried to move from whatever block to block, wherever, what, wherever I needed to be so I could see them. I moved. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. I moved. Because I wanted to see them. And see, some of us are, can't, can't transition because you don't want to see God. So you're not willing to move to make sure you're in position. You won't move. You'll just be like, oh, 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 they didn't already pass. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just, I'll just stay right here then, or I'll just walk. I'll just take a stroll. I sure do hope and pray nobody listening to this podcast wants to miss God. I sure do hope and pray that that is not your desire, but that your desire is to be vigorous. Your desire is to make sure that, that you see God and God sees you. Because that's what it was. I wanted to make sure my sister and my niece saw me because they, I wanted them to know I was there supporting them. But if we don't move with God, that means we don't support what God is doing. If we don't move with him, if we don't position ourselves to see him and let make sure he sees us, we're not supporting what he's doing. Come on, people of God. I'm telling you the truth tonight. We're not supporting what he's doing. We ask people to come move our furniture and stuff. Why? So that they can support what we're doing. We're moving. Oh, okay. So you call movers to help support what you're doing. You don't just call them because you don't, you don't want to pack your own stuff. You need support. You need support. God needs support. You pay movers. You don't think God going to pay you? We talked about thankful, thankful Thursday, thankful Tuesday the other day. We always want to say, God, we, we, we want God. Uh, we, we, we act so ungrateful and so unthankful, uh, but we don't never think that how, how we might be perceiving ourselves to God, how God might be perceiving us. Give him a reason to say thank you. So if you support what he's doing, you don't think he'll say thank you? Come on, somebody. You call movers to move your stuff to support what you're doing, to move it to another location. You don't think that's what we're doing? Moving his visions to wherever he wants them in support and what he's doing. Come on. It's the same thing. Y'all just never saw it this way. 
That's why you can't transition because God lacks your support. You're not supportive. You don't want to move his stuff. <laughs> Whether he pays you or not, you just don't want to move it. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. Thanks. And you know you need the job. You know you need the job. And you don't want to help support what he's doing and move his stuff. Come on, y'all. Y'all need to do better than that. Y'all need to do better than that. And y'all need to remember that next time you call movers to come move your, your furniture and your, your, your boxes and all that kind of stuff. Because they're coming to support you. You're paying them, but they're still there to support you. So you remember that next time you have to ask some people to assist you in moving something because God is asking you. He's asking you to assist him in moving something and you don't want to do it. You remember that when you need somebody to help move your stuff. You remember that because it's the same thing. Father God, we thank you for another day. We thank you for transition. We thank you for dealing with our hearts, with everything that's been said tonight, God. God, those that are listening that do not know the Lord Jesus, have not relationship with the Holy Ghost, God, lead them. Lead them to somebody or lead somebody to them that will introduce you correctly to them and so that they can introduce themselves to you. God, thank you for loving us enough to still continue to deal with us. And that is still included in transition. So God, thank you for the hearts that are turned towards you and that are ready to go with you. And God, even those that you are dealing with because they, they lack something, they lack integrity, they lack support, they, they, they lack encouragement. God, whatever it is, your words that you will supply all that they need according to your riches and glory. So whatever it is that they need, God, I, I, I pray that their hearts allow you to give that to them, to supply it for them so that they can be in this move too. God, you don't desire any to perish, but that all should come to repentance. So God, your whole motto is no man left behind. But God, I thank you. I thank you that you love them so much that you will respect their, their decisions, God. We appreciate what you're doing. God, I appreciate the Holy Ghost being with me and just continue to, to, to drop these nuggets of wisdom, all these different analogies. I'm blown away because I'm like, man, I didn't even see it that way. But that's the truth. Same strategies that are applied in the flesh are applied in the spirit. And we just, can't, we just have not been taught to see it that way. Because we've tried so hard to take you out of a thing. But you are absolutely in the center of absolutely everything. All things you are in the center of. All things you are in the center of. And so we thank you for that. God, those that need healing and strength in this hour, God, we, we loose angels now on their behalf to uh, impart in them what they need. Ministering angels go minister to those that, 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 need, that need comfort in this time. There are some that have lost family members, friends. God, continue to comfort their hearts because you are the God that comfort, who comforts us in the time that we need comfort so that we're able to comfort somebody else. So God, even now those that are in bereavement, God, we ask that you comfort their hearts now and, 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 and increase their strength to move on a little bit more in you. God, heal the hurts, repair anything broken, sever anything that needs to be severed now in the name of Jesus. 
some of us who are just cowards and want it to be done from the opposite side. God, whatever they need, if it is according to your will, I ask that it be done now in the name of Jesus. Show them, continue to show your people the things that they need to transition from, the form that they are, that they need to change into another form, oh God. Losses and gains are for a reason, for transition, for change. Because you are moving us in a new direction, God. We thank you. We give you the praise, the glory, and honor now in the name of Jesus. Amen. You need to talk to me. Uh, want me to pray with you, apply my faith with whatever it is that God is wanting to do in your life. And the thing about it, you guys, is that I can pray with you, but if your heart is not willing to receive what God is doing, it doesn't matter if I pray. You have to be in agreement with it. You have to apply your faith to it, so you have to be willing to do your part. People can pray for you, but if you're not willing to work your faith on your side, how, how is the prayer going to come to pass? You cannot ask God to do something for you or do something for somebody else and not allow the same God to do it for you. So you want God to do something for you. You need to position yourself to allow him to do it. But I will pray for that if that's truly your heart. But as you email me to let me know, the Holy Ghost will lead me in how I need to respond to you. Just making things clear. Just making things clear. No misunderstandings coming from me. I'm here to help you, equip you, and build you up. But only according to the way the Holy Ghost has already given me my job description for. I'm not here to appease your flesh. I'm here to correct. I'm here to uh, build. If you're interested in enrolling in my school, because these are also some other things that will be taught in the classes, Email me at kialee at gmail.com. And if you feel led in your spirit to give, to sow seed into what God is doing with me, with these podcasts, with the YouTube, uh, cash app me at dollar sign, writing the wrongs, R, capital R-I-G-H-T-I-N-G-T-H-E, capital W-R-O-N-G-S. Thank you for tuning in. Tune in again at 6 a.m. tomorrow for Focus Friday. Amen. I'm so excited on what the Holy Ghost will have to say on Focus Friday. To God be the glory for all the wonderful things that he is doing, that he has already done, and what he has yet to do. Okay? Transition is what we're talking about today. Transition. Let's get moving, people.